there. Welcome back to another episode of So Talk to Me, episode 101. Crazy. 101 episodes. Um, we made it to 101. We made it here. We're here. I was trying to think of a way to incorporate, like, I don't know, a Cruella DeVille joke or something in there. Just 101. Cruella DeVille, Cruella DeVille, if she doesn't scare you. No evil thing will. She's mm-hmm. like a spider waiting for the kill. Cruella, Cruella. There you go. <laughs> Dang, that was awesome. Okay. So um, that's way better than anything I could have come up with. Any dad jokes. Which I do have to just give a shout out to our pastor. Because he had a hardcore oh, dad joke. my goodness. In the goodness. beginning of his sermon. He what usually, was it? Uh, he usually mentions football at the beginning of his sermons. So that's yeah. just how he is. You know, he's a football guy, and there's lots of football. I'm not a football guy. I'm not much of a sports guy. So it's we're whatever. in a college town. Yeah. So college football is really big here. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about his teams, and he said because he, he's he's not from Texas, and he was he was like, well, my team are the Badgers, but no one here cares, so I'm not gonna badger, badger you. you about it. <laughs> And oh my gosh, you could hear the groans <laughs> in the service. And I was just like, oh, that, that's like your love language right in there. A deep way. <laughs> like that was so a bad. Dad joke. <laughs> it was such a terrible joke. Like, oh, that one was really bad. You know, because they're like dad jokes that are really clever and they're like, ha, huh, that was actually pretty witty. I like that. Like this one was just like, oof. Oh man. But he still got up there and said it. And it was like, <laughs> Yes, be a dad. All right, well, um, so you guys, you know, we had our 100 episode extravaganza last week. We had a great time. Thank you, everyone who came out and talked with us. And if you missed it, you really missed out. Sucks to be you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Actually, you can go (laughs) listen to it. It's not hard. You can go on our page and watch it. (laughs) The same place that you found this, you can find that episode. It's I I didn't edit the audio version, so there you know there's some awkward pauses and things like that that just happen. I think at one point um, we went to go check on something because we heard some noise, and it you were still talking anything. Okay, okay. I haven't gone back and listened to all of it again. Um, But anyway, so the audio version is there. Audio is not as great. You know, not the same quality as normal, but it's, it's just there. Not the same. <laughs> um, video version is available. You on actually our get to see page. my eye roll if you hey, watch the video. There, yeah, there you go. And you see how much I talk with my hands. That was something <laughs> that I noticed when I was rewatching uh, some of it. Um, but yeah, so go check that out um, because it's two hours long. But today's episode is not going to be two hours no. long. Because um, we don't have that much time. Yeah, I'm sure you <laughs> noticed when you downloaded this episode, hey, that's a short one. Well, there, there's reasons for that. Um, it's kind of funny. We set up the microphones and then we had a conversation of our own for about an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Um, but it is kind of a, not necessarily a heavier topic, but a little bit more personal topic. So we didn't want to... Uh, have that conversation on, on the, mic yeah <laughs> didn't want to turn on the mics quite yet um so that said we're a little bit talked out so we're probably not going to talk as much as we normally <laughs> talk so talk to me technically we already did um just not to you 
<laughs> Sorry, to each other. We we did what we always tell you to do, which is talk to your spouse. <laughs> we just did that. Um, and now we're going to do it some more, just not as much some more. Yeah. Just not as much some more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so how has your week been, my love, my darling? Oh, um. Uh, <laughs> You're like, why did you say exactly. that? Exactly. <laughs> because uh, I love you. So I think far. You're um not that great. Uh-oh. Well, I got I got sick. Mm-hmm. Um it was I remember super that. random too. Like Monday's feeling fine. Um Tuesday morning and even like early afternoon feeling fine. But Friday you're in love. <laughs> but all of a sudden, just like boom. I was putting the kids down for their nap. So it was probably like close to three o'clock. Mm-hmm. And just like all of a sudden I had a sore throat and a headache. I was like, what in the world? It just like hit me. Um, and so I was like, oh no, I'm, I'm coming down with something. This oh, isn't no. good. Like we have a busy weekend ahead. Like mm-hmm. I can't get sick. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I put the kids down for a nap and was like, okay, I'm going to make myself some tea. And I'm, I'm like, I had, I had done my workout in the morning. Mm-hmm. So like, I didn't need to worry about doing that. Like, it's just like, okay, they're going to go to sleep. I'm going to make myself some tea and I'm going to rest too. Hopefully I'll get to take a nap. Um, so yeah, yeah, I laid down. And Ollie lately has been taking a little while to like actually go down for a nap. I think he's sort of growing out of that a little bit. Nap time, I mean, as he's getting older. Um, But so he's, it took a little while for him to actually like go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Like he'll come out of his room a couple times, you know, making some sort of excuse, whatever. Yep. So he finally went down and then maybe like 20 minutes later, Josie starts crying and like comes out of her room. And I'm like, okay, uh, (laughs) I'm not feeling well. I need to take a nap. Like, (laughs) come on. Um, So I just, I told her that nap time wasn't over yet and she had, she had to either get back in her crib or she could lay down with mommy and take a nap. Okay. So she chose to come to bed with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it took probably like half an hour for her to Yeesh. like actually <laughs> go to sleep. So <laughs> um, she was just like crying in my ear the whole time. Um, oh, man. But she did actually like fall back asleep. Okay. But only for like maybe 15 minutes. <laughs> and so uh. anyways, yeah. So I got sick on Tuesday. It was a rough afternoon. Rough evening. Did not sleep well at all that night because it was just, it just got worse and worse. Like my sore throat got worse. My headache got worse. It turned into like body aches and a fever. It was just, it was awful. Like I took a hot bath thinking that might help. 
mm-hmm. nothing was helping. Um, and yeah, just did not sleep because I was so uncomfortable. Like my body just hurt and I kept like, I kept like being cold and then hot and then cold and then hot. Like, like I would literally, literally be cold and then like, I don't know, however many minutes later, like be sweating and like kick covers off. Like it was so ridiculous. And that was just on and off all night long. Didn't sleep well. But you, my wonderful darling husband, you stayed home from work on Wednesday and just took care of me and the kids. And so I got to rest in bed. Like all day long. I can't even tell you the last time I did that. (laughs) Um, When we first had Josie, like that first week. Yep. That's probably (laughs) the last time. Um, That's what it felt like. That is what it reminded me of. Like you bringing me like oatmeal and tea in bed. Yep. It felt like. Having a newborn baby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. But it's, well, when y'all are listening to this, it's Friday or whenever you're listening to it. It drops on Friday. But I'm feeling much better. It's Thursday right now when we're recording it. It was really weird. It was just like a, I guess, just like a 24-hour thing, maybe a little over 24 hours because I was still not feeling very well when I went to bed last night, but like I slept much better and woke up feeling much better and just throughout the day has have felt better and better. Um, Which is crazy. I was not expecting that. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that either. (laughs) Um, I mean, praise the Lord. Yes. Had a lot of people praying for me. So. Amen. (laughs) So. Thank you, all my lovely friends praying for me to get well. You guys are cool. Um, so yeah, I'm feeling much better. I'm still a little congested, as you can probably tell through my voice. But yeah. So yeah, that was my week. Yeah. <laughs> fun, fun. That's always great. So far, anyways. And then we have a funeral on Saturday, so. Just kind of a downer of a week, really. I guess so. <laughs> man, oh man. What about you? <laughs> I was waiting for that. I was like, should I just go right in? Nah, let's see how long this silence will last. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been busy. <laughs> just a little bit. Classes started on Tuesday. Classic Josh. Yep. So I've been busy. <laughs> that's so true. Oh, <laughs> why don't I? I'm, yeah, that's just. That's life. That's I find another word. Dad life. <laughs> Just kidding. I guess so. Um, I'm over. So I've been occupied. <laughs> Things have been happening <laughs> that I'm responsible for um, that require my time. Yes, it's true. Um, no, but it's just yeah. It, there's there's just a lot. It always feels like there's a lot, but it feels like there's a lot classes again. So getting back into the swing of um, oh yeah, now I have like. Stuff that needs to happen um, all the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but just, yeah, getting schoolwork done and, and making sure that I'm 
prepped for that. Um, you know, we have this memorial service on Saturday. And so carving out time like, oh yeah, this time that I can't be doing school. So I got to get it done beforehand. And I've got my other podcasts and I've got these other things and um, stuff at work always is ramping up always it never slows down something's changing always (laughs) always yeah things are yeah and uh and there's always more for me to do so i've been handed a few big projects and i'm like okay how do i break this into smaller pieces and work a little bit at it at a time and like knock out these things so that gradually i can get this big thing done um because i already feel um, as Bilbo Baggins says, thin and stretched <laughs> like butter over too much bread. Um, no, not really. Not that, not that thin and stretched. Um, because some of this, I mean, frankly, some of the stuff are like hobbies that I do or, or things that I just enjoy doing something like maybe even this podcast where it's like, oh, this isn't an absolute necessity. I could cancel it if I really needed to, but it's such a high priority that I put it over sleep. Um, so <laughs> So that's kind of what's happened over the past few days is I haven't slept very much because I say not very much, not as much as I ought to be sleeping. That's what I mean. Um, which is okay. I mean, it, it just happens. So, uh, yeah, my week has been occupied. (laughs) It has been full to bursting. (laughs) Full to bursting. Yes. Okay. So. Oh, that was another thing. I stayed home with the kids yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was another thing in my week. Uh, tried to get some schoolwork done. Got a little bit done. I'll say that. Um, but yeah. Okay, so our main topic for today, we're rolling right in. Um, the next thing in our list of essentials, Christian essentials that everyone should know, the elementary <laughs> things um, that are required. I mean, like, you know, the basics of Christianity. That everyone ought to know. And they're good thing. I mean, as we've discussed before, these are things that like, hey, it's good to remind ourselves of because these are core truths. They are foundational in that like they're pretty simple on the surface, but you build on top of them. If you don't have this, like, you know, it's like a Jenga tower. The whole thing's gonna <laughs> fall down if you lose the, these things. So what are we talking about today? Uh today we're talking about monotheism. Monotheism, that's yeah. a big word. It's actually not that big. No, it's not. Is it four, three, three, <laughs> ten letters? I think it's ten letters. Monotheism. Theism. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway, so what is monotheism? <laughs> well, mono is one. Yes. The um, means the. <laughs> Just kidding. Theos. Theos. God. He's God, yeah. <laughs> and ism is... Used as a productive suffix in the formation of nouns denoting action or practice, state or condition, principles, doctrines, a usage or characteristic, devotion or adherence, etc. Etc. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So there you go. It could mean a number of things. <laughs> but but it is the, the belief. belief that there is only one God. There you go. That's yes, good enough. That's monotheism. Yeah. Um and yeah. So yeah, so. to be a Christian, you believe in one God, not many gods. Boom. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening to this episode, 101. I thought we'd keep it kind of short after last week. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can email <laughs> no, no, us no. at <laughs> so talk to me podcast.com. 
Wow, you're still going. Group. <laughs> you're still going. It's uh, facebook.com slash so talk to me. We've got an Instagram. Our handle is at so talk to me. Okay, podcast. so monotheism, the mm-hmm. belief that there is only one God. Why is this a core doctrine? Because it's true. <laughs> um, no, uh, th- well, I, I think it's... Um, I think it's kind of interesting. So I said the class that started this week, right? Mm-hmm. So the class that I'm taking right now is actually a geography course. It's like the it's mm, geography of ancient Israel, basically. Um, and one of the things, you know, th- so I've been studying. I've like done an overview of like four thousand years of history this week. Uh, just overview because that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> but um, one of the things that sticks out is like you see all these surrounding nations. Um, I say surrounding, like surrounding Israel now. Obviously, right. when you're looking at 4,000 years, like the people, the Israelite people, they moved, like, around. moved around a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you didn't see that. I was using my hands and Sam caught on to that. So. <laughs> Good job. Um, so yeah, the, the whole reason well, I bring also, that up. also, I just know the Bible, so I know that they That's true. <laughs> you do know the Bible. I didn't mean to infer that you didn't. Um but anyways, um, so yeah, the surrounding nations all, I mean, you think about like some of the, some of the bigger nations throughout history and their religious beliefs mm-hmm. uh, and other belief systems. It is different than today in that like all, a lot of other, most other religions believe in multiple gods. Yeah. Okay, so that that's all that I'm trying to say. Like, especially the formation of the Israelites as a people. Um, you know, the surrounding nations had all kinds of deities. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if you look at like Egypt or mm-hmm. the Babylonians. Yes. Exactly. I mean, they all had Sumerians. Yeah. All all kinds of other people that that their belief was not in a single god. Um, and actually the monotheism, like most you think of the most prominent religions that are monotheistic they have all branched out from the israelites mm-hmm. so um jude mm, i feel stupid judaism christianity and islam are all monotheistic and they all like came from abraham they can all be traced back to abraham let yeah. me put it that way <laughs> um so so like it's you know as christians we believe that they're distortions of the truth but like monotheism is very unique today that's not necessarily the case Mm -hmm. that but that's i think that's actually in large part based on the fact that like the founders of america well not not even just america excuse me we can go back further than that back to like um, you know, like Constantine, when he declared that his the nation, the Roman Empire, was Christian, and the rise, you know, in the Middle Ages of the Church and things like that, like basically just the effect that Christianity has had on the world, so that when we say God, like people understand, like, oh yeah, the big man upstairs, you know, like there's this general idea of a single God, or even if it's not a single God. It's uh, the universe, mm-hmm. right? The idea that 
that there is a unifying force, that there is a singularity to the universe itself, to all of creation, is actually a... Um, it, if you look at all of history, it is uncommon. That's all that I'm trying to say, is that um, while monotheism sounds kind of just like a given nowadays, that is not has not been the case throughout all of mankind. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if... <laughs> Yeah, if you look back to, you know, just the beginning of the church, like, mm -hmm. that wasn't the common belief, you know. Like we said, the nations surrounding Israel were not monotheistic. No. And so when the church first started, this wasn't something that was a popular belief. Right. A the only reason it is a popular belief now is because faithful Christians have gone out and spread the gospel and right. the truth of scripture. Yeah. So. And it's interesting to think, if you don't mind me taking a slight rabbit tra trail right now, is it's interesting to think how that affects a people when your idea of a deity or deities in general um, and how they relate to each other, how that affects the standards of morality within a culture, right? So if you have gods that are constantly at war with each other, well, your nation is going to be barbaric in the way that it, in the way that it deals with each other, you mm -hmm. know, like then it's going to be a nation of war. You know, I think of like Greek. Romans and. Yeah. Romans yeah. and Greeks where, where like the gods were all devious and didn't like it. I mean, they, they tolerated each other, but there were feuds that went on there were backstabbings, you know, there was all kinds of stuff. They were very sexually immoral mm -hmm. and that plays itself out when your God is they not were much better than a person. Thought up by humans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so then you see bringing it back to Christianity, you see our God who is one yet three persons. And we'll talk about this in a second, yeah. the Trinity and how God by himself can actually engage in, loving something not other than himself but another aspect of himself mm -hmm. and and be altogether good like a god that is perfectly complete by himself and needs no other and can exhibit traits within himself because of his triunity um like we have the christian ideal Everything good is in God, <laughs> and God is absolutely perfect, and so mm -hmm. that is the ideal to which we strive as Christians, and so we don't, you know, murder people. <laughs> we right. don't enshrine our greatest warriors. You know, we don't have gladiatorial combat for entertainment. Now, th th I say that within Christianity. The culture at large, yeah, sure, you can have stuff like that. Um, there, are still, there are still virtues in fighting for what needs to be fought for. But it is not um, a barbaric show of strength, as as some other cultures are. I've I've been knee deep in in some of this stuff lately, so that's kind of what's been on my mind. <laughs> like I was just listening to a lecture about um, some of the early Germanic tribes and and uh, not the British, but I'm trying to think what their name is. Like around like the time of King Arthur, um, and those stories and things like that, and how how like the early germanic tribes were very 
barbaric and it, like some of the descriptions of just how they enjoyed torturing people uh, their captives is just like chilling to hear mm. you know and it's like we don't christianity doesn't enshrine those things because we understand that the christian way is love and sacrifice and yes it is um it requires there's justice okay and so um sometimes there is like the writing there is vengeance as well vengeance is mine says the lord not necessarily that we take vengeance um so there there are aspects within there but it is not by and large the way that god is in himself anyways these are kind of like <laughs> larger aspects that yeah a little bit of a rabbit trail excuse me um so monotheism our god is one right and our our not just that our god is one but that we believe that there is only one only one only yes. one god mm-hmm. um i mean we see this the what's the first commandment yeah there you go shall have no other gods before me yeah exactly um also in um isaiah chapter 43 verse 10 uh we read you are my witnesses declares the lord and my servant whom i have chosen so that you may know and believe me and understand that i am he before me there was no God formed, and there will be none after me. And also chapter 44, verse 6, Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first, and I am the last, and there is no God besides me. Mm-hmm. And verse 8, Do not tremble and do not be afraid. Have I not long since announced it to you and declared it? And you are my witnesses. Is there any God besides me, or is there any other rock I know of none? Nice. That's good stuff. Yeah, so the other part um, to this, like, obviously that sets Christianity apart from the other religions who do believe that there is only one God, is that we believe that there is only one God, but that he exists in three persons. Mm-hmm. Um, so Christianity is different than uh, Judaism and Islam in the sense that we believe that he exists in three persons. Right. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I did also just want to interject because you were throwing out verses there and they're fantastic. Um, the, the one that comes to mind for me is like the, the, I was going to say typical, but that's not the right word, but the, the, um, almost prototypical, I can't think of the word, excuse me. Um, (laughs) but the the Jewish Shema is what Mm. it's called. Um, in Deuteronomy chapter six, it's verse four, and then it continues on, but it starts off here. O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. Mm. This is something that's said. Um, this is something that you were supposed to say as a, as a Jewish person, like every day, this was something that, that you continually hear. It's actually, um, in our youth group, we had this chunk of verses up like written on the wall. It was like painted on the wall, which is pretty cool. Um, but this is, I mean, this was like, you know, the, of the things that you absolutely needed to know now, like Judaism in general is very devout and so there's lots that you need to know but this is like 
the very first thing is God describing himself. You need to know all of Israel that our God is one. We only have one God Mm -hmm. and he is God, Lord, King over all. And so this was very much stressed. Again, when you think of the context, like we are not like the other peoples who worship, you know, the trees and the rain and, you know, things like that. We worship the one true God who has revealed himself. Um, So it was, yeah, it was very unique to uh, the Hebrew people or the Israelites. Yeah, however you want to anachronistically call them. (laughs) I'm mixing up my words, but I'm sure you understand what I'm saying. So um, yeah, talking, then jumping forward to Christianity and the Trinity. And um, this is definitely a more complex topic. So monotheism, again, it's kind of just taken for granted a lot of the time, but um, it, it it's fairly simple, but very much foundational that God is one. Right. So then we come to the revelation of Jesus and not that, not that God's um, uh, other persons were never alluded to because they were. I mean, you know, even in Genesis. Like, yeah. Yeah. He refers to himself in plural. In plural. Yeah. yeah. Also, I mean, you know, you see the Holy Spirit throughout the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. You know, David asking, take not your Holy Spirit from me. Right. Um, you see the Spirit. Yeah. Coming on. You see, um, I've been reading the book of Joshua, and there's, there's a chapter where Joshua is talking with the, what, the captain of the Lord's army. Um, and he worships him, and the captain is cool with mm-hmm. that. So, well, even in the Old Testament, like you see God showing up in in a human form, like when He showed up to Abraham. Yeah, um, it was. A, I assume it was Jesus and two angels. Um, because said he was talking because the Lord was speaking to. Mm-hmm. Abraham, um, and he was saying, and Abraham referred to him as Lord. I'm trying to think of that specific story. When um, it was when the three came and told Abraham that Sarah was going to have a baby this time next year. Okay, and okay. she laughed. You know, whatever. Yeah. And, no, I didn't laugh, but you did laugh. You know, <laughs> oh, the but whole you thing. Did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and then also like Jacob wrestling with God. Right. Like that was a physical. Well, and even in the garden, like, you know, Adam hearing mm-hmm. God walk in yeah. the garden, like God is only referred to as walking when he is Jesus, <laughs> like, you know, when he is in human form. Yeah. Um, which is Jesus. So that's another thing, totally off topic. I'm not, anyways, um, you'll need to remind me later is the Genesis story. I have something to say about that. That I, that was kind of like brought up in one of the books that I'm reading for my class. That oh, was okay. really cool. So I'll, I'll share that later, but that doesn't have to do with our, okay. our discussion <laughs> here. I just wanted to kind of throw it out. So I don't forget it. Um, yeah. Um, the Trinity is often, I think people often, um, 
just sort of cast it off because that word isn't in the Bible anywhere. Okay. Trinity. Right. Um, but I mean, yeah, like you said, you see, I mean, multiple times throughout scripture, there being references to mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit or obviously Jesus calls himself God. Mm-hmm. And um, when Jesus tells the, he, Jesus tells the disciples to go baptize people in the name of the father, the son and the Holy spirit. Right. I don't know how more explicit you can get other than that verse right there. Yeah. Um, well, also in revelation talking about um, the Holy spirit and, Anyways, so like it's, there's much evidence, even though that particular word is not used in scripture. Right. Yeah. I also, I think of when Jesus was baptized, right? So the heaven opens up and the heavens open up and the spirit of the Lord descends on Jesus like a dove. dove. And the father, father says, says, this to, is yeah. my son in whom I am well pleased. Like yeah. that is just a, like, how do you get around yeah. that, right? <laughs> I mean, you have the spirit of God, you have the son of God, Jesus, and then you have the father, God mm-hmm. speaking. They're all there. So, mm-hmm. so that demolishes, um, not, when, that, yeah. not that we fully explained what the Trinity is, not that we can, yeah. but um, I mean, that demolishes a lot of like heresies that come up around right. the Trinity. Um, when something common like modalism that would say that God can exist in these three forms that he, you know, like he's a shapeshifter basically. Or oneness Pentecostalism. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Like that doesn't make sense in the context of something like that, where you see all three of them presented in the same, at the same time. Right. Right. So, um, so what do we mean by Trinity? We mean that there is one single God. Right. And that he exists in three persons. Right. So. um, I wanted to read um, from the 1689 London Baptist Confession on this. That's a good idea. Um, It's section two. (laughs) Section two of God and the Holy Trinity. And this is 2.3 in the section. Um, Says, in this divine and infinite being. Talking about God, there are three substances, the Father, the Word or Son, and the Holy Spirit of one substance, power, and eternity, each having the whole divine essence, yet the essence undivided. The Father is of none, neither begotten nor proceeding. The Son is eternally begotten of the Father, the Holy Spirit preceding from the Father and the Son, all infinite, without beginning, therefore but one God, who is not to be divided in nature and being, but distinguished by several peculiar relative properties and personal relations. Which doctrine of the Trinity is the foundation of all our communion with God and comfortable dependence on Him? All right. Sorry, it's hard to read because it's basically just all one long run-on sentence. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't do know how to <laughs> separate that's, them. That's kind of how they wrote <laughs> <Sorry>. back then. <laughs> now, um, 
I was just going to say, maybe in the future we can dedicate an episode to the Trinity. I feel like I'd have to do more study to really kind of pull it apart. Um, because it is, it's complex for us to think about because there is nothing analogous to it. Right. Right. Even though we try to make a lot of things analogous to it. Right. Yeah. But, but there is nothing, I mean, when we, when we talk to a person, it is a single being and a single person at the same time. Right. There, there is no other being that we know of that exists in multiple persons. Um, I mean, unless you have multiple personality disorder, but that's, but, still but that those are not at isn't. the same time. Yeah. Right. That's, those are, those are changing. So that would be more, that's a heresy <laughs> right? when you talk about God like that. Um, so, so this is a, a dense, um, doctrine, like the Trinity itself is, is, yeah, it's dense. It, there have been lots of ink. There has been lots of ink spilled over trying to explain what this is. And it's really making sense of, it's an attempt to make sense of what the scripture says that God is and who the scripture says that God is. Um, so that's why we went to the scriptures first. It's like we see God revealing himself in three different persons. Yet we also see emphatically that God is one. That, right. that there is only one God. Jesus said, um, bring it up from in John uh, chapter 10, verse 30, really simple. I and the Father are one. Okay? Like, you, if you assume that there has to be one, there, a being cannot have more than one person, then that statement doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're, thinking that it's simple hyperbole. Um, but once again, there are many statements throughout Scripture that identifies Jesus as God and the Father as God, and yet also says that there is only one God. So, um, so this is the way that we understand these, this as, as Christians. This is how we understand what the Scripture says, is that God exists in three different persons. Now, um, the reason I said that we can, you know, maybe in the future make an entire episode is because there are tons of um, heresies that you can get into when you really start to try and nail down exactly what that means. Yeah. Um, it's just hard for us because we don't have anything else to compare it to. Um, yet we can understand it conceptually that God exists in three yeah. persons. Um, so this is an area, even though we're talking about the Trinity right now, the Trinity itself um, is very much related when we talk about monotheism because we only serve one God, yet there are multiple people in Scripture that say that they're God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the Father. Um, so the Trinity itself, a, a perfect understanding of the Trinity is not required to be a Christian. That's what I'm trying to say. Because I don't think anyone can have a perfect understanding because it's a concept that we can't wrap our brains around. Right. Um, So I will say I'm a bit more forgiving. I don't necessarily think a grasp on the Trinity is essential to be a Christian in that, like, if you have the inner workings of the Trinity wrong, then you 
no, then you've lost the faith. Does that make sense? Um, I think where you deny, where it runs into some of the other stuff that we've talked about, Jesus being God, right. um, what the gospel is, when it takes away from that, because, it, yeah, if you say that Jesus isn't God, well, yeah, then you've lost um, the gospel mm-hmm. and, and you no longer have Christianity. But what I mean to say is that the Trinity itself, um, it's a difficult concept and not everyone like has a, an, a good understanding of it, yet you, I don't, I think you can still be saved even if you don't understand the Trinity very well, right? Does that make sense? I'm trying to kind of tiptoe around it because I think it is very much like um, also foundational, but not as foundational. It's not a primary. It, <laughs> now I feel like I'm tripping over my work. Cause yeah. Like, I, I struggle with that a little bit mm-hmm. because unfortunately, like I see a lot of, teachers out there teaching the trinity wrongly (laughs) okay um and so it makes me wonder like i don't know that this is just a thought in the back of my head like like would the holy spirit allow a true believer to teach heresy but Mm -hmm. i don't know maybe Maybe well, that's just part of the sanctification process for some people. I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, I know this is. I hey, make fun of me all you want. For I mean, I'm using sure I was a example. heretic when I was first saved. I don't know. <laughs> well, that see, that's what I mean. But you were saved. Yeah. Right. That's what. That's what I mean. Is like I think one can come to salvation without understanding the Trinity. Yeah. I don't think the Trinity has to be a part of a gospel presentation for someone to repent and believe. That's what I mean to say. Okay. Now, if you deny what scripture clearly says, I think you're in I think you're in danger because that shows uh, that's bad fruit. Mm-hmm. Right? But what I what I will say positively is that I don't you can be saved yet not understand, have an understanding right. of the Trinity. But a denial of the Trinity, I think, is a major red flag, mm-hmm. right? Because when you actually have that knowledge, when you have the scripture presented to you and you deny what the scriptures say, that is ooh, like, you're going to have some problems. That, yeah, it's just a major red flag. Yeah. It's, that's hard to reconcile with the Spirit's sanctifying work mm-hmm. in the life of a believer. So, um, yeah, I didn't want to get too deep into the Trinity because it is deep. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Um, just, just because we can't wrap our puny little brains around. Well, and I feel like if you talk about the Trinity, you kind of have to focus time on each person. Yeah. Yeah. So then that would be like a whole series within itself. Right. Like talking about the Father, talking about the Son, talking about the Holy Spirit. and what each what their functions are yeah so so we serve one god amen that's the truth so um to kind of wrap up you know with what we've done when we've talked about the other doctrines is what does it look like when you get this wrong 
again, I think this is pretty simple. When you allow for there to be other ways to God than through Jesus. So we serve one single God, but I, I think of something like a coexist bumper sticker, right? Where you say, oh, oh yeah, yeah, sure, Jesus was God, but so is Buddha. And so, you know, it, it's, that, it's that idea that Jesus is only one of many ways to God. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the main... Because of my current cultural context, that's the first thing that comes to mind because I feel like that is so widely believed. Oh, yeah. Is that, oh, well, yeah, sure. Jesus is a great guy. Um, and sure, there is one God, but, you know, we can get to God. He'll understand my journey to get to him. I'm not a bad person. You know, like just thinking that there, yeah, there's all kinds of ways to God. When Jesus said that he is the way, the truth, and the life, no one comes to the Father except through him. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, that is, in a sense, that is a denial of monotheism when you say um, that there are other ways to God. And generally, there's lots of baggage that comes with that, that, oh, God is everything, you know, that there's, God is in everything, and, you know, we'll we'll all eventually get to God thinking of God as a force instead of a person. So, I mean, there's a whole, yeah, a whole bunch of stuff. But that was... universalism? Yeah, basically. Um, Well, okay. I think we've, uh, I think we've said our piece. All right. About Well, if you want to contact us, you can do so on Twitter. Our handle is so underscore talk to me. And I told you all the other ways. So go rewind the podcast. (laughs) Um, do you have any recommendations before we sign off? Sorry. Um, I don't know if I have actually recommended them uh, in the past. I want to say yes, just because I know I've talked about them on Facebook. But like, there is a band, and maybe you, you've probably recommended them, City of Light. Probably. Um, but I yeah. recommended them to you. You did, <laughs> and I like them a lot. I was list- I made a, a Spotify playlist maybe a couple weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. and it's titled "Good CM." Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, I've got City of Light in there. I've got Andrew um, Peterson. I've got um, who else? Citizens and Saints, Ghost Ship, um, a couple other bands. Anyways, I recommend City of Light. Nice. I like them a lot. Um, especially there's a song called Yet Not I, and it's so good. It's true. I posted it on Facebook today and was like, I recommend this band. Yeah. Sweet. Perfect. Because they have that like contemporary sound that most people like, you know, that like Hillsong sound or whatever. <laughs> um but they're actually theologically sound, so I recommend them. Good stuff. Um I don't have a recommendation, but uh, I just wanted to bring up what I was talking about earlier. 
in the story of Genesis. Oh, yeah. So um, something, and you can take this with a grain of salt, but so my class is on like geography. Salty. Yes, this is pretty salty. Um, no, not really. Um, but so my class is about geography. And so it, it's talking about like a theology of place and how place affects people and what place says about uh, like the context of, of stories and, and not just stories, but people like history. Mm-hmm. And it, it presented this picture of the Garden of Eden that I found very interesting because it talked about how um god creates this garden mm-hmm. right and how this brought to mind for a lot of people like the israelite people gardens being something that uh like we we can think of like victorian england or something like that and you have a castle and the castle has a garden mm-hmm. like that's a part of a royal palace is a garden you see that in scripture as well like solomon it talks about the gardens that mm-hmm. he built and so it was saying that this garden of eden gives you this picture of god being the ruler the authority the the king mm-hmm. and then planting this garden and putting humanity in the garden to take care of his garden within his palace. And so then if you look at it from that context, like in the cool of the day, when God was walking through his garden, when he was enjoying his garden as this royalty, um, then the, the people that he had placed there to take care of it, you know, I mean, obviously in the story, they messed up. And so then their exile from the garden was an exile from the place where God dwelt yeah right and uh and i was just like whoa that is such a a cool concept like such a cool way of looking at it now again take it with a grain of salt um i think that is definitely more implied than made explicit but i just thought that was super cool the way that it presented and that's a simplified version of that but i was just like man that's a really cool like analogy word play that was kind of coming through there um, which is really cool then, you know, I talked about um, that Nancy Guthrie book, uh, Better Than Eden, how like at the consummation of all things, when, when Jesus returns, we are no longer uh, the gardeners that he comes and visits, like we are his bride. Right. <laughs> we are invited in to heaven, the palace. to the place where yeah. he dwells, um, not just the place where, you know, he, not just a place that he enjoys. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. I just thought it was cool. Thought I'd share it with you guys. That is cool. Hopefully it's not too heretical. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I just thought it was a, a cool perspective. No, the Garden of Eden is like, I don't know. It's been really interesting to me lately, like thinking about it in ways that I hadn't really ever before. Because I don't know, I guess just growing up, like, yeah, you just think about a garden as it's like, I don't know, a small area where <laughs> plants and trees grow. Um, and so, but that's not what it was. Like, mm-hmm. in the garden, this this garden had to have been humongous. Yeah. Like, it had every kind of fruit 
every kind like yeah it's it's where adam named the animals right like all the animals (laughs) all of any every single type of vegetation like Mm -hmm. fruit like everything existed in this this is this thing was huge it was a huge garden Mm -hmm. and when the serpent spoke to eve she wasn't surprised Nope. So, did animals talk? It's just know. interesting. It yeah, it doesn't say anything it's about just it. Just interesting. Maybe she shouldn't have been talking to the animal, and only Adam should have. <laughs> she just rolled her eyes again. Sorry for anyone who can't see. I was making a joke. I didn't actually mean that. <laughs> um, now, sh- clearly, Adam should have protected his wife, and he failed to do that. But I'm, I was making a joke. Um, about her being in the kitchen. I don't think there was a kitchen in the garden. So just jokes, people. Just jokes. Don't get offended. I, uh, by the way, I was listening to a pop punk um, compilation playlist on Spotify, and there was a band called Offended by Everything. And I was like, That's that is funny. the most punk rock band name I've ever heard. I <laughs> love that so much. The band was just okay. But the, <laughs> but the name of the band, I was like, Yes offended by everything i love you guys so (laughs) anyways all right that's it episode 101 we're done episode 101 in the books got it 102 coming next um 102 dalmatian i can't think of any dalmatian puns it's not gonna work no we're done no but this this is the end of our series it is oh man this is the last thing you have to believe to be a christian (laughs) I mean, yeah, unless we want to extend it and talk about the Trinity next week. Repentance and belief. I'm just kidding. Hey, Um, I mean, that's part of the gospel. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm just kidding around. Dang, so what are we going to talk about next week? I don't don't know. know. We'll see. Maybe we'll do a live episode. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, it'll be good. I'm sure we'll have stuff to talk about. We'll see, but I'm sure, but we'll see. All right, everyone, Till next time. Go talk to your spouse. Go talk to them. Have a good conversation. Uh, really neat, yeah. Yo, Stacy! Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby! Yo, Stacy! Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby!